ABC Listen. Hello, 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 my friends. It's Ruby here, and you are listening to News Time. Hello, Ruby. Hi. On today's show, we'll hear the sound of a certain Aussie animal that's never been heard before. We're also going to celebrate two very different kinds of weeks, Global Media and Information Literacy Week and Fat Bear Week. We'll meet some bike mechanics making a difference in the top end. And after that, it's time for... Wow the Week. Absolutely. What do you think? Should we jump in? It's go time. All righty. Story number five. Tell me some animal sounds that you know. A ghost, an elephant, a giraffe, a cat goes meow, and a dog goes rough. A horse goes yeah. Impressive. Now, do you know what sound an echidna makes? No, I don't know what sound. That's okay. Until very recently, scientists didn't know either. Researchers from Curtin University in Western Australia have managed to record the noises that echidnas make. These sounds include cooing, grunting and wheezing. They sound like this. Sounded like the wind, like it was eating. Pretty cool, huh? For a while, we've thought that echidnas might make noises during breeding season. That's the time of year when they have their babies. But we haven't had any proof. So scientists hid microphones around the places they knew echidnas visited and then waited patiently until they picked up a sound. Although this research does answer the question of what echidnas sound like, it also raises more questions, like... What do these sounds mean? And when do the echidnas use them? I think they're trying to talk to their friend or mum or dad. Trying to help their friend or warn their friend. Maybe. The scientists are also asking wildlife enthusiasts around the country to record echidna sounds and help them learn more about the coos and squeaks of these spiky animals. Story number four. This week, it's Global Media and Information Literacy Week. News time, which is what you're listening to right now, by the way, is a kind of media. And this week is about learning which media you can trust and how to sort fact from fiction. Why do you think people read or watch or listen to the news? Because they want to know more about things, what happened... They need to know because sometimes, because on the news, um, there's sometimes floods. You can just go on news to see what happened in the past. Yep. When people keep up to date with the news, they have a better understanding of what's happening in the world around them. And that lets them make better choices. But because there is so much information and news for us to watch and read and listen to, it can be tricky to figure out what's worth paying attention to and what we're better off ignoring. Even grown-ups can find it tricky. Because sometimes it's actually fake. And you can't always believe Google, but sometimes you can. 
That's right. Nowadays, people get most of their news and information from the internet, on news websites or podcasts or on social media. Because the internet can be accessed all around the world, countries need to work together to make it a safe space. When you listen to or read or watch the news, one of the things you can ask yourself is, who is saying this? Is it someone I trust? Here at Newstime, we work really hard to make sure that what we say in our stories is correct and interesting. Story number three. This story is about something with two wheels that goes whoosh. Yep, I'm talking about a bicycle. I love riding my bike and I love going fast and I love my hair, like, flowing through the breeze. Really, really fun. Riding bikes can be fun, but unfortunately, it's not easy for everybody to own a bike. Two bike mechanics from Sydney and New South Wales are trying to change that. Guido and Sienna spend their days fixing up old bikes and selling them secondhand. But if they get any kids' bikes, they set them aside for a special project called bike equity. Bike equity doesn't sell the kids' bikes, they fix them up and donate them to kids for free. They are travelling around the country to get these bikes to kids who need them. Their first stop is Melbourne, where they're going to drop off 30 bikes. Then they'll head to different communities throughout the Northern Territory, including Yundamu and Catherine, to drop off 70 bikes. Basically, everyone should be able to have access to bikes. That's actually sort of fair, because then they'd finally be able to ride bikes. These bikes aren't being given out to individual kids. Instead, they're being donated to communities to be shared. Kids can borrow and ride the bikes as much as they like. And once they get too big for them, the bike stays in the community for another kid to play with. Ride them to school, ride them to fun places, ride them anywhere. Yep, Guido and Sienna will also give the community members tools and teach them how to care for and fix the bikes so they stay in tip-top shape for a long time. Story number two. The winner of Fat Bear Week has just been crowned. They, like, get big bears and you've got to come see which one's the biggest and the fattest. Yes, Fat Bear Week is a competition that's held in Alaska in North America. People watch online as the Alaskan brown bears at Katmai National Park gorge themselves on fish and berries and flowers and herbs and roots and pack on the pounds to help them last through the winter. They're preparing for something called hibernation, where they slow down and sleep for most of winter, so they need enough food in their tummies not to have to eat for a few months. People love to watch them going from skinny bears at the start of summer to fat, healthy bears by the end. I would love to see it because, it, because I love animals. Because I like watching things that seem like it's like a competition. I'd love to see it because it will be so satisfying. At the end of summer, people vote for their favourite fat bear. The winner this year is a female brown bear named Grazer. Grazer ate above and beyond the bare minimum. 
She didn't have any cubs to take care of this year, so she was able to focus on eating and eating and eating. A very, 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 very fat bear. And here we are again. It is time for... Wow of the Week. This made me go wow because now everyone can be happy all together. Dancing to music is something that people all around the world love doing, including people who are deaf or hard of hearing. I dance along and sing the tea. I sing with the music. Even though deaf people might not be able to hear the music at a concert, they can often feel the vibrations of the drum beat and they dance along to that. There's so much more that happens in a song than just the drums, though. There can be guitars and flutes and violins and a singer's voice. And now, scientists have invented a vest that can help people who are hard of hearing or deaf experience all these different sounds at once. It's very, very fair for them because if they didn't hear music and they maybe they really wanted to hear music, The vest has different sensors that sit along someone's back, shoulders and stomach. Each sensor vibrates at different times, sometimes lightly or sometimes quite intensely, so the person wearing it can experience all of the different sounds in their environment. For example, one part might vibrate lightly in time with a gentle guitar sound, while another part of the vest might vibrate intensely to capture someone singing at the top of their lungs. It means that someone in the deaf and hard of hearing community can dance along to all different parts of a song. Very nice, and it seems like they actually can hear. They can be happy. People are loving these vests. They say it's made watching movies and going to music festivals and parties more fun and they don't feel like they're missing out on anything. And there you have it, my friends. Five fantastic news stories. Thank you so much for your help, everyone. Thank you. You are very welcome. I'm off to sniff out some more stories for next week. In the meantime, don't forget to do the news time quiz. The questions and answers are in the show notes. Bye, Ruby. Take care, Ruby. See you later. Or as they say in Cantonese, see digin. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.